Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen. Human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking into wide open. Touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson. And it goes to Corey Davis. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore. The 20. The 10, the 5, touchdown! Jones has just caught flat-footed. What an excellent, excellent route. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. You know that's the q Oh my gosh! Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time for the final edition of the postgame report for this season. Jets go down at the hands of the Buffalo Bills at Orchard Park. Final score 27-10, although it was closer than that for most of the game. The Jets clinch the number four overall pick as a result of this game in the Buffalo Bills clinch the AFC East so clearly two teams going in very different directions at the moment and to discuss it all and break it down we bring in our friend who covers the Jets from NorthJersey.com Mr. Andy Vasquez Andy first of all you had to be thrilled that you didn't have to go to Buffalo for this one because there was no media access so you got to do everything over Zoom you didn't have to travel be in that freezing cold weather and second of all you've got to be happy that the best part of the season for Jets beat writer being that the Jets were not good this year, is coming up. And that, of course, is the offseason with free agency and the draft right around the corner. Well, I was certainly glad I didn't have to experience that weather. I will say I, I would prefer to be at every game, and it looked like a pretty cool atmosphere there. So I would have liked to have been there, but there was just no point in going with, with virtual access uh, and us doing the interviews via Zoom. So all things being equal, yeah, it was, it was nice to be nice and warm on my couch watching this game. And, and yeah, we're looking forward to... Uh, a little bit of a break as, as the other teams are in the playoffs here, but then having our eye on the future because that is 
is exciting and it should be exciting for Jets fans with with four picks in the top 38 and some money to spend in free agency and and seeing some progress on both sides of the ball that if the Jets do bring in some talent, the right talent this offseason, I think they could be significantly better uh, next year. And I think everyone should be able to see that. Let's start with the offense here. If you look at the box score, Zach Wilson looks like he was a mess. 7 of 20, 87 yards, one touchdown. But he wasn't. He just had no chance the entire game. There were some drops. There were some issues all over the place. The offensive line was atrocious. Dan Feeney specifically was terrible, as you joked with me before we started recording. Maybe he could be a decent depth center, but he should never, ever be allowed to take the field as a guard again. But Zach Wilson, under duress, all day, got knocked down more times than he completed passes today, which is a scary stat. The only big play on offense was a touchdown that went about 40 yards. It was from Wilson to Keelan Cole. Jordan Poyer, who's a safety for the Bills, he guessed wrong. He went for the inside ball, and the ball ended up getting thrown to the back shoulder. Cole makes the catch and breaks away and gets the touchdown. So that was the one play. But the Jets hung in there for most of this game. This was a one-score game going all the way into the fourth quarter, and then the Bills finally broke away with two touchdowns there. They got the one to make it 20-10 to 10 with about eight minutes to go in the game. That was when you knew it was probably over, and then, of course, they got that extra touchdown later on. You knew for sure it was over when Mitch Trubisky came in because that was the Bills telling the Jets, turn out the lights, the party's over. When you see Mitch Trubisky, you know this thing's done. Running the ball, Jets didn't do much. Leading rusher, Zach Wilson, two carries, 24 yards. Michael Carter, Tevin Coleman just couldn't do anything. The Bills were ferocious. They were in Zach Wilson's face all day. The running backs couldn't get anything going. And a lot of that had to do, of course, with the offensive line. And we got to see Tarek Black today, by the way. He was the third leading receiver, one catch, 10 yards. Final game for Jamison Crowder in a Jets uniform. He had one catch for 16 yards before going out with that calf injury that put him in peril going into this game. And that was the reason that he didn't play the week before that. Keelan Cole in his final game as a Jet, most likely, as I said, three catches, 54 yards and a touchdown. So he had a productive day, but he really was the only one on the offense that did. As I said, Tarek Black won catch for 10 yards, which was 10 more yards and one more catch than the infamous Denzel Mims. And Denzel Mims did make the stat sheet, but it was for a negative reason. He got called for a false start penalty when he finally got in the game after Jamison Crowder got hurt. So really the offense, an absolute mess. The Bills defense dominated all day. And as you said to me before we started recording, Andy, granted the Jets were missing a lot of guys, but the story here is exactly what I said at the beginning of the show. The Jets clinched the number four pick. The Bills clinched the AFC East. These are two teams that are in very different places right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just like a different class of talent on the field. And it's almost unfair that the Jets had to go out there and play against a team that has that much more depth and talent against them. Of course, it's not unfair. This is the NFL. And, and it's just really more than anything. And, and we'll get into this when we talk about post game and, and what Robert Sala and the players had to say, but more than anything, uh, it's just a reflection on the vast difference between these two teams and the, and the much better job that the bills have done building a roster and and putting talent around their talented young quarterback uh, on both sides of the ball. It's just not real close. And we saw just multiple examples of that today. And I'll give the jets credit and their coaching staff credit for somehow going into the fourth quarter only down three points but it was 
never really in doubt how this game was going to end just because aside from that one play, the Jets couldn't move the ball on offense. The 53 yards, total yards that they finished with in this game is a franchise low. Um, And that's saying something because we've obviously seen some horrible offensive performances from the Jets before. But I will also say that it really is something that it's hard to take much of value from other than where the Jets are at right now because you're talking about a quarterback, a rookie quarterback playing without his top four weapons and without several starters on the offensive line in in terrible conditions against the best defense in the league. So it's not, it shouldn't be a surprise to anyone that this was the kind of offensive performance we saw today. But I do understand that it's a hard way for Jets fans to go into the offseason when we had seen some real flashes uh, of progress from Zach Wilson before this week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Andy, defensively, as we said, the Jets were close towards the end. It wasn't until the Bills scored that touchdown with eight minutes to go that they really pulled away. They were up by three points Up until that point, it was 13-10, and it was close the entire way. It looked like the Bills were going to pull away quickly because they scored very fast. They got 10 points in the blink of an eye, and it seemed like the Jets just weren't going to be able to do anything to stop them, but they were able to calm them down. I would say, though, that the narrative here has gotten a little out of control. The Jets did play better than expected on defense, no question about it, but... At the same time, if you were watching the game, this one easily could have been something like 48-10 to 10 instead of 27-10. And a big part of the reason is that Josh Allen in that wind was just missing throws all day. Stefan Diggs was open for a touchdown in the end zone. Allen couldn't hit him. Gabe Davis burned Bryce Hall out of his boots and was open for an easy touchdown, and Allen overthrew him. You look at the end of the half when Bryce Hall got called for a pass interference over by the end zone where that would have been a touchdown easily if he hadn't held digs. On the next play, the Bills probably would have gone in for a touchdown, but they were up against the clock and had to kick a field goal instead of trying to get the seven points. So while the defense certainly played better than expected and the game was competitive when we didn't think it would be, This was one of those games where one or two things goes the way that they normally would, and the Jets would have been in much bigger trouble much quicker. And what I think this game really showed is, beyond what you said, that the two teams are just miles apart talent-wise, is that 
The Jets cannot get to the quarterback, and they cannot cover good receivers. It's that simple. I know everybody has been saying that the cornerback group wasn't a problem. They've been a problem. They haven't been as bad as we were expecting, considering the expectations and who was back there, but they have not been good. All throughout the year, they got killed on third downs, and you saw Brandon Eccles get beat up today. You saw Bryce Hall get beat up today because those guys should not be in man coverage against players like Stephen Diggs and Gabe Davis. They just can't handle those guys. And the only reason that they didn't give up multiple touchdowns was because of the fact that, as I said, Josh Allen in that wind just couldn't make accurate throws. Allen finishes 24-45, 239, two touchdowns. But he was actually worse than that because, as I said, he was missing opportunities all day long. Devin Singletary got things going late. He ended up with 19 carries for 88 yards and then even catching the ball had a touchdown. Two catches, 24 yards. So he had a touchdown rushing and a touchdown catching the ball. And we talked about this on the pregame report, myself and the very big deal, Chris Nimbley. Betting on Devin Singletary to get a touchdown, I said the juice wasn't worth the squeeze because I think he was like minus 105, but Nimbly said it was basically free money. He was 100% correct there. Stefan Diggs, another big day, nine catches, 81 yards, and a touchdown, and as I said, he could have had two more if A, he hadn't been held on one, and B, Allen hadn't missed him in the end zone on another. So overall, the Jets' offense wasn't able to do anything. The Jets' defense did better than expected, but I think this really was... Was a story more about Buffalo missing opportunity after opportunity to put distance between themselves and the Jets, and that's why this game was as close as it was for as long as it was. Yeah, I'm I'm with you to a certain extent. I, I agree with you. I think the defensive game plan kind of was to to make Allen make those kinds of throws, and and that was a good game plan. And uh, and I'll also give the defense credit for not imploding when we've seen them implode after a start like that before for them to kind of buckle down and, and make some big stops. Just, I'll just give the defense credit for, for staying in this game. I mean, but, but everything you said was correct in terms of like, I think that Hall and Eccles and, and obviously Michael Carter has shown that, that he can be a, a really good, I think starting nickel corner in this league. Uh, I, the, the jury to me is very much out on, on Eccles and Hall. I, I want to see what they can do with some more support around them, but clearly they have a lot of work to do and, and growth to do. And the bar shouldn't be like, can you kind of keep your team in a game until it comes winning time and then you get beat every time when it matters? We're on third down, like you said. So I, I think the bar needs to be higher and, and they definitely need to upgrade or look for better cornerbacks this offseason. I, I don't think they've solved anything at that position other than definitely they'll have better depth moving forward if they can add around those guys. Uh, and everything you said about the pass rushing is, is true. That was the difference today. They could not get pressure on Josh Allen, and they ended up paying for it uh, at critical times. And, and a lot of it was them being in a tough situation because the offense – was off the field for so long and the um the time of possession was so lopsided when you're asking your defense to step up over and over again against a team that is that much better than you it's always going to end this way uh when they're on the field that much so uh, i think there's definitely i think we need to remember that 
for a four-game stretch there. They allowed 45 points or more in every game, um, and they were on pace to be the worst defense in NFL history. And then they kept the injuries kept coming. They they had guys out there that many of us had never seen before playing a huge amount of snaps, and they didn't end up being the worst defense in NFL history. Um, so, I mean, it sounds insane to say to give them credit for that, <laughs> but, but, but it really could have gone that way. I mean, it really could have. So give them credit for that, but there's a lot of work to be done. I will say, though, Andy, the Jets did give up over 500 points for the season, a franchise record. Now, we have to also keep in mind that there was one extra game this year, so that's a big part of why that record was broken, but still very bad. That defense needs a lot of work, and I think it's very clear that the two biggest things that need to be fixed are the pass coverage and the pass rush. So they've got to use their draft picks and whatever they can do in free agency to fix that first. They've got to add weapons for Zach Wilson, protection, all that too, certainly. But that defense was 32nd in the league for a reason, and they've got a lot of work to do to turn it around in 2022. Andy, two injuries that really stood out today, as I mentioned, Jamison Crowder left this game, re-aggravated that calf, most likely his final performance as a Jet. As I talked about with Chris Nimbley on the pregame report, I'm going to miss Jamison Crowder. I know that he would be nicked up and miss some games due to injury. And I'm not sitting here saying that he was a number one wide receiver. But in the three years that he was here, when he played, he was productive. And he was one of the better signings that Mike McCagnin had. That's a very low bar, to be fair. But still, I think he gave you pretty decent value. So hats off to him. I enjoyed watching him. And good luck to him on his future endeavors. Morgan Moses also got hurt, looked like a potentially scary injury, although he did walk off on his own power. Three and a half minutes to go in that game is when he got injured. That has got to be a tough one to take because you know you're heading into free agency, and then that happens in week 18 of a game when you're playing for a team that has four wins, and you know that there's a potential payday on the line for you. It's a bitter pill to swallow Andy, what do we know about his injury, Crowder's injury, and anybody else that got hurt? Because I know those were the two big ones. Yeah, those those were the two big ones coming out of this game. With Morgan Moses, Robert Sala said after the game that they feel good about his ACL. They think he may have an MCL injury. Um, if that's the case, it would be likely that it wouldn't affect him too much uh, next, going into next season. So potentially good news there. And then with Jamison Crowder, it's the same, like you said, the same calf issue he's been dealing with that kind of kept him out these last couple of games. Wouldn't expect it to be a major factor for him moving forward. And everything you said on both those guys, I would echo. I mean, Morgan Moses was a godsend for the Jets this year. I can't even imagine what this season would have been like without him. Um, it just ended up working out with the issues that they had with Mackay Becton and him being able to fill in and then you know, having at least a competent guy out there, a tackle out there, I think it was huge for Zach Wilson. And then with Jameson Crowder, led the Jets in receptions for each of the last three years. Uh, I mean, I would just say a consummate pro. He was asked to carry way more of a load than he probably envisioned when he got here, handled it gracefully, handled, you know, the, the contract situation going into this year where he was asked to take a massive pay cut he handled that well, came in, still produced. Uh, I don't think anybody on the offense was as productive as they would have liked to be this year, but 
I mean, for Zach Wilson, just having a reliable, trustworthy slot receiver that every time he was out there, he knew that this guy was going to be in the right place. I, I don't think that can be overrated. And, and there's a reason he led the team in, in receptions because Zach Wilson trusted him and, and knew that he was going to have a reliable guy to throw the ball to when he was there. So, uh, like you said, Jamison Crowder, maybe not the most spectacular Jets career now that it's likely over, but it should not be underappreciated because God only knows where this team would have been without him the last couple of years. Andy, we heard from the coach Robert Sala and a couple of the players after the game. What did they have to say? Yeah, the most telling thing that Robert Sala had to say was when he was asked about the Jets having 53 total yards. And, and eventually, at the end of that answer, he got to a very telling quote here it is clearly we have a long way to go if we want to close the gap with buffalo and new england and miami for that matter and the jets end up being the only team in this division this year that finishes under 500 uh it's a it's a big gap Uh, and we very very clearly uh saw that today when Salah was asked what he believes the jets have to do to close that gap he said a lot of different things right one is the continued development of our young guys the development of our scheme, which I, I thought that was interesting because they've been very committed to their scheme uh, and it now sounds like they're going to be evaluating everything this offseason. I think that's smart. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be wholesale changes to the schemes on either side of the ball, but certainly uh, tweaks should be in order uh, and it sounds like they're going to do that. Now going back to Sala, continuing to talk, um, he, he said when he was talking about the scheme, he said to hone in what we want to be with regards to our identity. There is a whole collective deal going, going on. Obviously we're going to add some pieces with the draft and free agency. It still comes down to having a great off season, not just with regards to players, but with regards to bringing in our schemes and developing our schemes and developing all of these young guys who took the field today. The gap is going to close and it's going to close with time and development. That's basically the best answer I can give you uh, right there. Then he was asked what his message would be to the team or his message was to the team after the game. He said, I'm proud of this group with all the adversity that we face, all the different things, losing so many guys today. We're down to three receivers for basically the entire second half. The amount of adversity this group has faced for the continued fight and for the continued development. I feel like we got so much better as the year goes on. I'm really proud of our group. But at the same time, the same thing I told you guys, we've got to close this gap. Uh, it's going to take everybody in the locker room. It's going to take all of the coaches. It's going to take every decision that we make from now until the start of next season, whether it's scheme player, doesn't matter. It's about closing this gap in the division and getting to the place where we're competitive every single game. Um, and then he was asked about specifically the Jets having the fourth and 10th pick in the draft and, and what that means to him. I'm excited about all of it just in terms of overall self-scout, going back and evaluating our guys trying to pinpoint where these young guys can get better, getting back some guys like Mekhi Becton and getting them back involved. Whether it's free agency or the draft, you're always excited about that, but there are so many things that we have to do aside from those four players. He's talking about the four players in the top 38. Those four players won't make or break next year. It's going to be a collective effort with regards to coaches, scheme, the players that are already here now, and the players that are incoming. Like I said, it's every decision we make. It's going to be with closing this gap. And that was the end of the quote. He's saying closing this gap in mind. 
Um, and then lastly from Salah, and sorry, this is a lot, but I, I feel like it's pretty important to touch on these things. Uh, on the progress of Zach Wilson, he says, I don't look at this result in terms of whether it's a plus or a negative. He's talking about uh, Sunday's game against the Bills. I think his development over the course of the year has been spot on. I think he's gotten better at the things we've wanted him to get better at. And I think he had a couple plays today where he, he showed progress and showed that what he's been doing hasn't been fluky. Any quarterback, when they face the pressure you're going to face, it's going to be tough sledding. We could have run the ball better. I'm going to look at that. And and that was basically his answer on Zach Wilson. From Zach Wilson talking about how he would summarize his rookie season, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of things I'm frustrated about, things I want back. But I really did just start feeling more comfortable as the year went on. And I feel like I learned a lot of things. And I felt chemistry with the team and the guys around me just elevating and just me understanding I've got to get them the ball and let playmakers make plays. I think with time, it's just gotten better. And so I'm going to take uh, and I'm going to get better this offseason with more time. Um, when he talked about why it was so difficult moving the ball, it was a lot of different things. One comes down to this is a really good defense, right? I would say the elements were just kind of a pain in the butt as well, talking about the weather as far as just not being able to be efficient, but we've got to take advantage of our opportunities. I've got to play better. I've got to do my job. I had some really frustrating plays on my end um, where I was just trying to do too much. Three and out and three and out in my head. I'm like, make a play. I've just got to do my job. I've got to throw the ball away. And then he talks about the sack that he took that led to Eddie Pinheiro having a 49-yard field goal instead of like a 31-yard field goal. Eddie makes a heck of a kick and we're fortunate to get three there, but I put him in a bad situation. I put my team in a bad situation. I've just got to keep trying to do my job and, and let the guys around me work. So he called it a frustrating day. He said that he made some boneheaded plays that he wants back. Uh, and then moving forward with Zach Wilson in terms of the off season, I'll go home and spend some time with my family, but the goal is to get right back into this training and trying to get back into shape and just eating better and all the different things to just get going and then just figure it out from there. So earlier this week, Mike LaFleur said that I hope like he just gets away from football for a little while. Clearly that's not exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> this kid is, is dedicated to getting better and he's going to do that. And, and then the last guy from the locker room, CJ Mosley had some interesting things to say, kind of like about the, the whole like chippiness. And he, he said that, you know, this is a battle between two teams that don't like each other or he didn't say it like he didn't say that exactly, but he said, you know, they're out here fighting for a division title. We're out here fighting for respect. It's, it's an intense environment. It's not going to be like that. I mean, that's what it's going to be like. And he basically said that, that, you know, the young players are going to take a lot from this experience moving forward and knowing what it feels like to feel to play in a game. That's like the postseason. This is the closest the jets got this year. And that can be beneficial for their young players. Andy Vasquez covering the Jets for NorthJersey.com. Thanks so much for coming on. As always, really appreciate it. We're going to talk throughout the offseason, I'm sure, and we'll discuss potential free agency plans and possible draft scenarios. And I know you're going to be writing a lot about that coming up once you finish your urine review stuff because the Jets do have plenty of money to spend. And, of course, they've got the number four, number 10 pick in the NFL draft. So a lot to discuss here this offseason. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
I mean, we're going to have coverage of all that kind of stuff at, at NorthJersey.com. Um, starting on Monday, it's going to be a busy day with players expected to start speaking around noon. Robert Sala and Joe Douglas will meet with the media at, at 3 p.m. So it should be very interesting to hear from Joe Douglas and what he thinks of the season and, and kind of putting a bow on it and what he wants to accomplish this offseason. So we'll have full coverage of that at NorthJersey.com. Uh, full coverage of what Robert Sala said about closing the gap um, and, and how the Jets can do that. We'll have that on Monday morning at NorthJersey.com as well. And um, just it's going to be a really interesting and eventful offseason. And I think it's a little different than the other offseasons because you can see that the Jets are getting to the end game of this plan with Joe Douglas and they've got to show some progress. So uh, the pieces are in place. There are some good foundational pieces, not nearly enough. And it's going to be really interesting to see how the Jets attack this offseason. And it's going to have a huge impact on not only next season, but what happens after that and, wh- and where this franchise is going. So we always say the offseason is extremely important, but it, it's huge uh, because if the Jets get it right, they're going to be on the way back to respectability. And if they don't, well, I think we all know what that means. So it's, it, it, the stakes are high. Um, and I don't need to say it because Jets fans know it better than anybody. Make sure that you read everything Andy is writing over at NorthJersey.com because he's going to have a lot on what he just talked about, which is the incredibly high stakes of the New York Jets offseason. As you said, Andy, it seems like we say that every year, but once again, there really are high stakes here in the offseason for the New York Jets. 99 cents will get you six months of coverage, unlimited access to everything at NorthJersey.com. Not just sports, but the news, all the local coverage, it's all there. 99 cents for six months, that's about 15 cents a month, so take advantage of that deal while you still can. Check out everything we're doing at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has some great videos up there right now. He's putting up some new ones, including a Makai Becton refresher from his rookie year. get into Zach Wilson on our YouTube channel and all 22 breakdown. So watch the videos and subscribe if you haven't already. Check out our store at tpublic.com. That's tee We've got the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the John Franklin Myers Quinn and Williams Bless You Thank You shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there. tpublic.com. That's tee And make sure you give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. It doesn't take you much time. doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. It's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.